0: What's going on everybody? I'd like to welcome you to Upstate Sports Fanatics hosted
1: by Taylor Lane and Ethan Hugley. Welcome back to Upstate Sports Fanatics podcast. My name is Taylor Lane and alongside me is Ethan Hugley. What's up everybody? Welcome back. There's so much that we have to talk about that's happened this week in sports. It should be pretty interesting to see and get both of our takes on it and we'll go from there.
0: Yeah I'm super excited to dive right into this.
1: (laughs) Me too, me too. Um Take a break and we'll begin phase one after this short break. All righty. Welcome back. We're going to start with Phase One of this week's podcast, which is NFL records after Week Two. We're going to touch base on them a little bit, but we're not going to spend too much time on them. Um, we're going to start with the AFC East. We're going to start with New York Jets. One and one. One and one, man. I honestly
0: was seeing this happening, but at the same time, I really, I wanted them to be two and zero. Yes, they're in the same division as us, but I, I was rooting
1: for them. I agree. I think uh, we're gonna get into it a little later, but yeah, the the win, the comeback. I mean, I think the biggest thing is now you can't get too far into your head. They they got to play ball still. It's still they got a lot of season left. Number two, Buffalo two and zero. Those of you know from last week, Ethan and I were there. That was uh, that was electric. uh, That was
0: amazing.
1: As, you know, big Buffalo fans and, and Ethan's first time in Buffalo Stadium, but been a Bills fan his whole life, first time in the stadium. What do you what do you, th- what do you think, But Let's touch base on that. <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, I've been to like MetLife and all that,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but dude,
0: that's a whole different animal. Being oh. out there with the tailgating, you know, the, the culture, everybody just... It's electric. Dude, yeah. Like, you only saw probably Max in your section. Mm-hmm.
1: About one or two Titans fans. Oh yeah, (laughs) that that place was I mean, the electricity in that place, it feeds dude. They feed on the electricity and it was great.
0: We all chanted and everything like that simultaneously and Oh it was beautiful. Every time even like, you know like the running backs or wide receivers that get like three yards, we're all like, Yeah, let's go. Like, come on, man, like
1: you can't get better than that. One of the best fan bases out there. That's right. Bill's Mafia. Uh, number three, Miami, two and zero, another comeback win. But I told you, man, these guys are going to be someone to watch out. Oh, for. Oh yeah, two is two is settling in. Mm-hmm. He's settling in. We're going to get to that a little later. We're just talking about records right now. Going to get into a little depth later. Um, so let's keep it moving. New England, one one. All right, they're a build team. They are. Um, they need to build. Mac Jones is back after being hurt yep. after week one. It's a good comeback comeback win for them. You know what I mean. Um, so I just think that team needs to build. They're on that level of. Yeah, they're on the building phase. They're on. They're trying to build around Mac Jones. They do see him as a franchise quarterback, and and I do too because he's yeah. a, he's a good quarterback. I agree. He's got to get. He's got to just you know keep going into the big league and just and keep performing is yeah. what he has to do. He has to keep performing and he has to stay healthy. That's going to be a huge thing. Baltimore one one. So the AFC North, Baltimore. Yeah, one-on-one. that was. Uh, what a game. Yeah. I mean, what a game. We watched, I mean, we watched most of these games. Yeah. Last weekend, we had a football party. We watched most of these games. That's like every Sunday, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, Lamar Jackson, g- good quarterback. He's looking good. I mean, I know he's still focusing on his contract and everything, uh, but man's got to perform to get that big contract. I agree. I mean, he turned down a major, major contract from them, but he doesn't see himself as a four- or five-year quarterback. He's looking for that 10-year deal is what he's, he's looking he's for. He's looking to be like, you know, Pat Mahomes or yeah. Josh Allen. Yeah. Russell Wilson. He's looking for these big contracts. And I understand. He's performing. He's he's putting the ball in play. He's putting the ball in the end zone. So. Like, yeah, he was injured, but at the same time, come on, man. Everybody has their time of yeah. injury. And he came back. Yeah, he came back, and he looks good. Like, he's looking good right now. He's playing good football. Exactly. And it'll be uh, it'll be very exciting to see how they finish out the season. I – I'm going to say it now. I think they're going to win that division. Yeah. I think they'll win that division. By looking that's, at the other teams that are in that division, I yeah. think they're going to win that division, like, easily. That's very foreseeable. You know mm. what I mean? Pittsburgh may give them a run. Trubisky may give them a run, but who knows? We'll see. Um, Pittsburgh, one-on-one. Yeah. Okay. Trubisky making a run, making a name. Looking good. You know what I mean? So it should be interesting, but uh, what do you think? What are you thinking? I mean,
0: those catches, man.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're they
0: he he. I mean, I get it. It's tough coverage, but at the same time, you look at it,
1: and I feel like he's gambling when he throws the ball. He is. I feel like he's gambling, but I will say this. I feel like he's on the right team to grow with because he has a lot of young receivers. Yeah. And he's a fr- – I mean, he's not a fresh quarterback, you know what I mean? But he's a fresh starting quarterback on yeah, a team. I mean, he got he got drafted to the Bears, too, yeah. a while ago. And
0: I, this
1: is his time to shine.
0: It's his make-or-break moment. It is.
1: If I think this season will show, hey, I'm here to either play or, hey, I'm a bust. Exactly. You know what I mean? And I think – so far, he's proving he can put up numbers. And so far, he's proving he can complete passes. But he has to get those throws down, and he has to not gamble as much. He and has to be able to lock on his targets and hit him in the right spot.
0: He's also teaching uh, Kenny Pickett. Yeah, You know, he's mentoring him. And, and, and Pickett is a stud, don't get me wrong. But he's very,
1: very young. So so I will say this. Kenny Pickett is a stud. And, and I agree. I heard a lot of stuff. When I watched the game the other day, and you know they're saying, Trubisky is a quick throw quarterback, and I agree. Quick slants, quick out routes, quick comeback routes. Right. Kenny Pickett has an arm. Like Kenny Pickett can launch the ball down the field. He, and I've noticed when they want short throws, they go Trubisky. When they want long throws, they put in Kenny Pickett because he has such a good arm. Right. So they, it's nice how Pittsburgh is using two quarterbacks. To win games, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's a dual threat. It's a dual threat, and that's what makes I think that's what makes Pittsburgh in the run for Baltimore. But I still think Baltimore's going to take that. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, Cleveland Browns one and one. I. uh, They're that team, man. That they look real tough, but they do look tough, and I do think that um, they are really missing out on not having. Their quarterback and being on suspension, short, yeah. they're yeah. falling short. It's rough. I mean, the fact that they let—no offense to the Jets or any Jets fans—but the fact that the Browns let the Jets come back and beat them, yeah, and, and with a comeback, you know what I mean? That's just that hurts, and I know that hurts the coaches, and I know that that hurts the players too. So once, I mean, they're talking. He has a suspension, you know. Cleveland Brown's quarterback has his suspension. By the time he comes back, they're going to be in like week seven or week eight. The question I have is if Cleveland Brown performs and the quarterback that's now stepping in for the for the first for the first-string quarterback, is he going to take the starting spot? Because is he, because you know what I mean? He's sitting back right now and not. Having any playing time because of his suspension, but is this new quarterback that stepped in? Is he going to take that spot? I mean, they put they paid big money for Watson. That's what, yeah, Brissett. That's in now. Yeah, Brissett is. Will Brissett take that starting spot? Well, it's going to be uh, going to be a fun time to watch to see see what happens. I feel like there's going to be some confrontation there.
0: I yeah, to be honest, I think because you know, Watson has an 11 game suspension. That's what I heard. And I saw, I read up on it. Um, Dude, to be honest with you, I think Brissett's going to keep going this year. All the way, and I think then next year Watson's going to be in. Because they paid him a lot of money.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they they, they paid him, and that's why I think there's going to be some confrontation when he comes off his suspension is, okay, now that I'm off suspension, I get my spot back, like, instantly. I think that's what he's going to think. And the coaches are going to be like, nah-uh. Nah, look at what he look at what Brissett's doing right now. You think we're gonna automatically just throw you back in? Our receivers are used to Brissett for eleven games. Yeah, and you now want me to just throw you back into that mix? I don't think that's gonna happen.
0: Well, it's like it's kind of like um, you know, I'm gonna do something wrong and then I'm gonna get you know time out and then I'm gonna go right back into it and think I deserve it when someone else has been working day in and day out at it. Yeah, so like, and building right. that camaraderie
1: with his receivers and yeah. the, the running backs and the line and everything, I don't think that's going to happen. Right. But we'll see. There's more to come. Cincinnati 0-2. You guys. Joey Burrow is struggling. You guys, honestly, that makes me sad to see that. It does make me sad. Um, and I do, you know, he, he said in an interview the other day after the game, he said, we're going to be fine. Take a deep breath. All our mm-hmm. fans need to take a deep breath. It's early. It is. Oh, yeah. Get your losses out of the way. Now, I understand where he's coming from. You know what I mean? He's, especially after last year, the hype. They, they, you know, Cincinnati said, listen, after last year, it's going to win. We're going to win. We're going to win. We're going to win. And that's not what's happening. Yeah,
0: no. They kind of got smacked right in the mouth.
1: They did. They, they've gotten smacked the first two games. You know, week three. let Let's. I hope they do well because I see them doing well. I see them being a playoff contender or a wild card. You know? I, wild card. I don't. I think they're going to lose a couple more games, but I don't think they're going to have that record that they had last year. I don't think they're going to shine like they did last year unless they pick it up now. Right. You know what I mean? They have to start picking up their play now if they're going to make playoffs or if they're going to make the wild card. That's true. AFC South, Houston. 0-1-1.
0: And I feel like their running core needs to get a little bit better. Um well they got Rex Burkhead and Marlon Mack and actually no Marlon Mack I think just got traded. So they only have Burkhead.
1: Right, yeah. I don't I don't know off the top of my head where he went, um, but he was a big key and then they got rid of him. So gonna be interesting to see what happens to Houston. Yep. Tennessee 0-2. Again, we were at the Tennessee game against Bills. The Bills made them look like toddlers, let's put it that way. They stopped <laughs> their their main Key was to stop Henry, and they stopped Henry. Oh my God! I know he was a he was still coming off
0: an injury, but at the same time, that's King Henry, and he got how many yards? He got I think single digits or just in the teens.
1: Yeah, I think he had fifteen yards
0: total. Roughly. Ru- roughly, yeah. Like that man got stopped. Yeah, he could not run at all. That's they struggled with him. Tannehill threw, you know, interceptions, pick six. Matt Milano runs it back to the end zone. Fans going nuts.
1: Yeah. Nuts. Okay. So. Just to clarify, Derrick Henry had 9 carries with 30 yards.
0: That's oh, it. 30 yards. That's it. That's it. Yeah, but that's for Derrick Henry, you know. Yeah, that's that's low. That's very low. That's super low. Um but they they have defense, some work to do. Defense looked tough for Buffalo. It's just, you know, it's kind of like prayers going out though because you had Dane Jackson, Micah Hyde and all uh, the others that getting injured and Dane Jackson came out
1: Walking out of the uh, hospital, that was a that was big. We always, you know,
0: I mean, Bill's serious. mafia rides,
1: we we got them, we got their backs any yeah. day of the week. they I mean, he's a strong player. He'll, he's gonna get through it. Tough loss for Bills though, with uh, like a hide that was terrible too. He's out for the season. Out for man. the season that's with a a, with a herniated disc in his neck. Yeah, that's terrible. So that's rough. I think that's career-ending um, right there. I wouldn't say career-ending. They're saying he's going to be back next season if he takes care of it the right way. Right. And um, we hope to see him back next year. I just got a signed helmet
0: from. Uh, it's a dual sign, signatured helmet, a uh, Buffalo Bills authentic helmet. It's uh, Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer. Well, both signatures, So if
1: it's career-ending, you might have some money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to think about it. Don't like, like to that, think about it like that. But that guy is good, and uh, he's going down. That's in the books. a big loss. That's a big loss for us. Yeah. Um, I, Indiana, 0-1. tied and then lost. You know, it's like, got absolutely swept by the Jaguars. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's I'm, sad
0: to think about that because you're looking at, you know, you got a veteran quarterback, Matt Ryan. You got Pittman Jr. and then you've got Jonathan Taylor, who did nothing that game.
1: Oh, no. he he did nothing. That was that man struggled. exploded last year, and now look at him. They're stopping. Him. They they've got him on his sights. You know what I mean. They're they're looking to take him out. Not like take him out out. You know what I mean. But stop. They're looking him. to stop him. Yeah. So just just a just a quick little statistic. He had nine carries for fifty four yards. That's it. No touchdowns. Average of six yards per carry.
0: I mean, six yards per carry is good, but that's not Jonathan Taylor.
1: No, the no, not that's at not. At all. And the fact he that runs. he couldn't run on Jacksonville. Yeah, that's kind that's of scary. scary. Uh, Jacksonville 1 and 1. Big win over the Colts. Yep. You know what I mean? That's a shutout win, 24 uh, 0. Statistics, if you want one, Trevor Lawrence, 25 of 30, 235 yards, 7.8 average, two touchdowns. Yep. Good day for him, especially go. after how much he struggled with last season. AFC West. The Raiders, 0-2. I mean, dude, I remember
0: talking in the very first podcast. <clears throat> and yes, it's early. Mm-hmm. I really thought the Raiders were going to just come out smacking people left and right. And it obviously, I'm eating my own words right now because look at the record. 0-2.
1: Yeah, and Derek Carr seems to be struggling. And I don't like it because I like Carr as a quarterback. He's a good veteran quarterback.
0: I also thought that, you know, Hunter Renfro was going to do good. And right now... Uh, including that he's got a concussion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did go through concussion protocol at the end of the game. He he. I thought he was gonna pop off because he you know Carr has another receiver. Right. Adams and and now you look at it like. And Waller and Hollins. Yeah. I mean, he's got targets. He, he's got targets, so that you know, obviously it's gonna take some time away from Renfro, but. You know the defensive backs are gonna look at like, okay, oh my god, Adams, we gotta cover him, double team or right. whatever, you know. And when that happens, mm-hmm. Renfro has a little bit more free field to run, you know. So
1: that's what I was thinking, but in this case, I I was wrong. So I want to rephrase this too because I don't want people to think, oh, we're bashing Derek Carr, bashing Derek Carr. You know what I mean? I
0: mean, the man. Derek good. Carr had a
1: good game. He's good. Here's some statistics, quick. Derek Carr went twenty-five of thirty-nine. 252 yards with two touchdowns. Yeah, He's doing good so, work. At the end of the day, what those stats tell me E is the Raiders' defense needs to step it up. That's right. It's not the offensive side of the ball because they're moving the ball. They're scoring. It's yeah. the defensive side of the ball. And it seems like the special teams, too, is where it needs to pick up. Right. So, again, we're not bashing Derek Carr because Derek Carr is a good quarterback and he's putting up numbers. Yep. Uh, Denver, one and 1-1. One. 1-1. One and one. Finally, Russell Wilson with a win. Hey, Broncos country, let's ride. <laughs> one. I one? You know, that's a, good, that's a good comeback game for him after losing to his old team. It really is. I mean, he uh, put up some numbers. Um, he played the Texans. They won 16-9. I mean, it's a close win against the Texans, yes, but it's still a win. It is. It's a win for him, and, you know, quick statistics. The statistics weren't that good. But his completion rate was awful low. He went 14 of 31. My lord. That's lower than half. 219 yards he threw for. 7.1 average, one touchdown, one interception, and three sacks. Must have had to throw bombs to get that many Had to have. Had to. (laughs) He's throwing long. He's throwing deep. I mean, it's rough for him. I mean, Cam Sutton had seven receptions, 122 yards. It's... That was their major threat was Cam Sutton. They they people stop Cam Sutton, they stop the Broncos. Right. Next team Kansas City two and zero. That's not surprising. I know I talked. Pat in Mahomes the is stuff. on a tear, dog. <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> I'm think nervous as a Bills fan. I'm not gonna lie.
0: I talked about this in the very beginning, you know, our very first episode, and uh, I think, Patty Mahomes heard my words and said, "Screw you, I'm not crumbling." <laughs>
1: <laughs> I will say this though. That game was way too close for Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. 27-24 win over the Chargers.
0: But the Chargers are a, you know, they're a big deal now.
1: They are. And let me tell you this. Check their defense out. And you're going to say, I'll tell you this. Are you ready for this statistic? Patrick Mahomes threw for 24-35, 235 yards. 6.7 average and two touchdowns. Okay. Now let me go to the Chargers for you. Herbert, 33-48 Three hundred and thirty-four yards, three touchdowns, and one interception. Man, it's throwing dark. That's two that's two franchise quarterbacks. Battling. Battling yeah, two, back to two back. Two freaking Young, Titans. Two yeah. Two Titans battling back yeah. and forth. That, Clash of the Titans right there. And again, it doesn't come down to the offense on those teams. That comes with deep that though that win right there comes from defensive mistakes. From the Chargers, yeah. the Chargers could have won that game.
0: I mean, you you look at their defensive backs and then their their linebackers. You got Khalil Mack now. Yes. You no. Know? And it's I like say us that, having
1: Von Miller. Yeah, that's that's a fact. I mean, Khalil Mack's an animal. He always has been, always will be. Right. Um, I'd take him on my team any day. You just got Pat Mahomes. His brain is fucking huge, man. And he's, that's the thing is, it's smart. You know, if I have if I'm running a team, dude, where I have. If I have thirty seconds or forty five seconds left on the play clock and the ball's in Patrick Mahomes' hand and it's a tie game, I'm putting money on the Chiefs to win all day. It's dangerous, man. He knows how to he knows he how can to play march, call quick. And he marches down the field easily. Yeah. And he, he does so well under pressure. That's why he's he's a fourth quarter quarterback. You know what I mean? Really like he is. he runs down the field, he marches that team down the field, puts it in and there's two seconds on the clock, game's over. Exactly. Chargers, 1-1. So, Just yeah. talked about them. Tough loss. Tough I, loss. Um, I think both teams are very, very, very much so a threat. Oh, 100%. That, that AFC West will be tight between those two. Yeah. I mean, Do yes, I think Kansas City will win the division? Probably. I And and that's the thing, too, is like I'm still rooting for the Chargers to win that. I'm saying Chargers, maybe wild card. Yeah. I would say Chargers, wild card. Or playoff. That's, that's very fair. NFC East, Dallas, 1-1. Whoa. Whoa. All right. Whoa, dude. Let's, let's, let me see the stats on their quarterback.
0: I mean, it's not Prescott anymore because he got hurt.
1: No, it's uh, – I'm drawing a blank here. Hold up. It is Cooper Rush, 19-31, 235 yards, 7.6 average, and one touchdown. That's I'm impressed. Pretty good. Cooper Rush played a lot when he broke his ankle. The season he broke his ankle, which I believe was last season. Yep. And you know he's got a whole new leg, right? Yeah. So that was that was big, whole new leg. Well, now he's got a leg up on being QB one. That's true. <laughs> um, but unfortunately, you know, he went down with his thumb, hurt his hurt his hand, had to have surgery. They're saying four to six weeks he'll be back, which gives Cooper Rush time. To put the Cowboys in a good position for him to come back, and I think that he's gonna, he's gonna rise up above it. Oh, I do too. I mean, listen, I like
0: Prescott. He's been there for a while, but if you, dude, I don't think he's got the spark anymore. I don't. I and it sucks to say because he is a franchise quarterback, but mm-hmm. at the same time, he's showing that he's really not at this point in time. He's kind of dying out. He's I, been hurt a lot. I get his receiver core isn't is top tier as it used to be. Mm -hmm. But what did Cooper Rush do? He proved it. Yeah, he proved that. He did what he had to do to get the win. And
1: prove that they could march down the field and get that win. Exactly. I mean, they won over the Bengals. Yeah. 2017. I mean, the Bengals, like I said, okay, they haven't been showing it this year. Right. But, dude,
0: they were a Super Bowl contender last year. Yep. They played in the Super Bowl. And a lot of people were thinking, okay, well... Maybe it was luck of the draw the Bengals went. No, dude, no, it is not.
1: No, they're a good team. They're just struggling right now. Dallas is struggling right now with the injuries, but Cooper Rush, I think, could bring them out on top. Exactly. Giants, 2-0. Big, big comeback win over the Panthers. 19-16. to What a game. Yeah. Um,
0: I mean, yeah, again, Panthers, okay.
1: Now, <laughs> I, I don't know, dude. Barkley uh, I think struggled, 21 carries, 72 yards.
0: And honestly, is that struggling for Barkley?
1: Yeah, because it's an average of 3.4. I mean, that's rough. Yeah, but you're right. He popped
0: off the first
1: game, but
0: he's coming back from that injury. I mean, yep. yes, it was a, what, two- or one-year injury. Yeah,
1: ACL. <laughs> Rough.
0: Offensive offensive line getting better. Yeah, they're offensive. They they drafted a bunch of people for offensive they've line got, this year. They've got Dable. Yeah, because that was our old offensive coordinator who helped us major deal.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, yeah, we got Ken Dorsey who's doing a phenomenal job. But I'm just saying,
1: Dable didn't we didn't sleep on him. No, and they, I mean we have some. Re- I mean Giants have receivers too. They got Sterling Shepherd, James Sills the fifth. Like they have receivers. They yeah. have people to. Make that team a good team. They just have to get now, into the. Groove. What did Danny Dimes toss for? Danny Dimes threw twenty-two of thirty-four, one hundred and seventy-six yards, with one touchdown, which isn't terrible. But he had three sacks, so their lines got to step it up a little bit for their
0: pass. Yeah, they they got to they got to help with their pass. Completion conference. rate was good.
1: Yeah, completion rate that's a good completion rate. I would think as as an NFL quarterback, um, especially with a team that didn't do too well last year, that's a good completion rate. So. Right. Uh, Philly two and0 all
0: right man like I said before in the beginning Philly is the team to look out for
1: Philly is gonna be a good team this year man Philly's gonna
0: hurts is putting the hurting on everybody
1: that's that's so true I mean he had a good game 26 of 31 333 yards average of 10.7 one touchdown one interception and three sacks again Lines gotta if you narrow if you knock those sacks down that's two or three more completions that you could have like possible touchdowns possible touchdowns first
0: downs yeah
1: so Washington
0: one and one yeah man I told you
1: I know Art. I
0: told you once needed to kind of knock down the uh, the, the he had high ego going in that first win and then all of a sudden oh hey hey yeah man I don't think that uh. You guys are all high and mighty like you think you are. And...
1: I will say Jared Goff had a great game. I know I don't think I put Jared Goff in our stats later, so we'll, we'll just touch on these quick. Jared Goff, 20 of 34, 256 yards, 7.5 average, and four touchdowns. I'm, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Um, we'll go Carson Wentz. 30 of 46, 337 yards, 7.3 average, three touchdowns, one interception, And five sacks. Jeez. Again, that's completions. That's first downs. That could be touchdowns. Those are opportunities that are missed now. They are. They really are. Um, But it is what it is. is. Right. We'll see what happens week three. Excited to see. NFC North, Chicago, one and one. The Bears. The The Bears. Bears. (laughs) The Bears. Gotta say it. Against the Packers. They lost 27-10. Yep. I thought they were going to put up a little bit more of a fight. Mm.
0: But the run game for the Packers, man. Whoa. I agree. Um, (laughs) Whoa. Dylan and Jones showed up and just said, I'm running all over you.
1: They did. And, and, you know, we're talking about that, so here's some stats quick. Aaron Jones, 15 carries for 132 yards, 8.8 average with one touchdown. That's awesome. Impressive. Dylan. 18 carries, 61 yards, 3.4, no touchdowns. It's still a
0: combined... You know what it is, though? If Jones is not getting the first down and it's, say, like third and three, mm-hmm. there's Dillon.
1: Right. And then Rodgers had five carries for 10 yards. So, total as a team, they rushed 38 times for 203 yards. That's excellent. It is excellent. With an average of 5.3. That's that's exciting right there. That's It that's just good. goes to show that the Packers have a good run offense. It really does. They're passing, eh, 19-25, 234 yards, 9.4 average, two touchdowns, three that's, sacks. That's
0: Rodgers doing the work because their receiving core is subpar.
1: And I'm going to say this, and I hate to say it. Sammy Watkins had three catches, 93 yards, and he averaged 31 yards per catch. So those are bombs. Those are bombs. Those are big throws by Rodgers. That's a good win for Green Bay, especially after losing week one. That's, yep. a, that's a good win. Um, Justin Fields seven of eleven for seventy yards, six point four average, no touchdowns, one interception, and three sacks. That that's a that's a rough day for him. It's tough, man. Especially after their big win in week one with the rain and everything like that. That's that's tough. That's tough for him. Um, let's go on to Green Bay one and one. Again, we just touched on it. Rodgers touched on the Bears. I mean. Can't really say much more about that. It's a good win. Detroit, 1-1. One one. Detroit? Who did they play that day? Detroit played the Commanders. Yeah, Washington. So we talked about that a little bit. Jared Goff, you know, went off. Had a good game, 256 yards, four touchdowns. Right. Big game. Minnesota, 1-1. One one. This whole entire NFC North.
0: <laughs> Tying it up. 1-1, 1-1, 1-1, 1-1. It's going to be interesting to see that that yeah. division.
1: Yep. If you had to pick now, who would you pick? <clears throat>
0: <laughs> Minnesota.
1: Yeah, I would say the I same would thing. Say Minnesota. Either Minnesota or Green Bay. Yeah, and I, I only Chicago say, may make a run.
0: I don't know. They might be wild card, but I'm just saying right now, Minnesota because they, you know, they stomped on Green Bay, and it's not a fluke game. I'm telling you right now because Minnesota's defense
1: and offense looks clutch. I yes. Know they lost the game. They did. They did lose against the Eagles, twenty-four to seven. But that's the Eagles. That's a, Eagles have one of the best defenses I think in the NFL Eagles, right now.
0: I think the Eagles are going to dominate the NFC.
1: Yeah, that'll be be uh interesting to see what happens with the Eagles cuz I think Jalen Hurts is a stud young quarterback yep. and I think he's going to pull I think he's going to pull a burrow from yeah. last year. You know what I mean? I yeah. think he's going to make a staple. I think he's going to make a run. I think he's going to make the Eagles fans excited for those games. I agree. Um, NFC South, Carolina 0-2 Baker Mayfield is struggling Hey man It's okay to talk your talk But you gotta walk your walk I agree Losing to the Giants last week whew, whew, that, that hurts <laughs> That hurts Baker Mayfield threw 14 of 29 145 yards One touchdown and two sacks That's gross Low completion rate is killing them Because yeah. they did the same thing week one Yep. Low, low, low completion rate. Sacks. Two sacks. It's not terrible. You know what I mean? You're going to have a sack here and there in a game. Yep. Um, but I think he can do way better than that. But like you said, he's talking the talk. He's just got to walk the walk now. It's a fact. And he's not doing that. And he has to, especially if he wants to make a staple for this team. And he's not doing that. Atlanta, 0-2. Uh <laughs> it's so hard because the Falcons have had such a good team in the past That, you know They did keep it a close game against the Rams yeah. 31-27 That's a close game, that's a good game I mean, I'm not upset, but at the same time I
0: am uh, I'm rooting for them to at least get, you know A couple wins under their belt <laughs> I Yeah, know it's for, the especially beginning. with Mariota I I know mean, it's, Yeah, I know it's the beginning of the season But
1: Rise above it, guys and I think like they're going to. They have a good team. I mean, Marcus Mariota, Cordell, being Patterson. A starting quarterback, Cordell Patterson, uh, Drake London, Pitts, Pitts. I mean, they have good people. They have good players. Mariota threw 17 and 26, 196 yards, 7.5 average, two touchdowns, three sacks, but what killed them was two interceptions. Yeah. Two interceptions that were Turning points of that game.
0: Those sacks and interceptions, man. That could be opportunities for touchdowns, first downs. 100%.
1: I couldn't agree with you more. That's what... It's crucial. It's crucial because if you don't turn the ball over and you don't get sacked, you know what I mean, two interceptions, those are touchdowns. Those could be touchdowns. That's drives that could be touchdowns, which could put them up above the Rams and win. They could have put Rams 0-2, which would have been ridiculous. That would have been nuts. Would have been nuts. So now we have the Saints, one and one. Yep. One on one. Who that? Okay. All right. How do you feel about uh, how you feel about Jameis Winston? Talk to me.
0: I'm looking at him and the connection between Michael Thomas, and it's pretty good. You know. It is good. Michael Thomas is uh, he came back
1: from an injury and he's showing up. I'm gonna say this though. Again, just like the Falcons. What killed them in their game was interceptions and sacks. I'm going to read you these stats. They're going to be wild. 25 of 40. Okay. Completion rate's a little low. Yeah. 236 yards. Still a lot of yards. Yep. 5.9 average. One touchdown. Three interceptions. Wow. And six sacks. Wow. Um, I think it's... That's a lot of opportunities, man. (laughs) It's a lot of opportunities, and I think... If the Saints' line gets on track, I think he's going to be able to complete more passes. Completion rate would be a lot higher. Possible touchdowns and possible opportunities if you don't get sacked. Right. You know what I mean. So they have a, they have some work to do, but I don't think they're out of it yet. I don't think they're out of it yet. Tampa Bay two and zero. Tom Brady showing up. Showing the go. I mean, I know they had the whole thing last week where Chris Evans, Mike Evans got um suspend he's not suspended a game because they got into a fight. I mean, he did come up and just blindside the
0: guy. But I, at I, at Lattimore and him have some type of beef that they need to resolve. And that's
1: why he was suspended because it's the second time he's gone after the same person. But I will say this, I'm going to give props to Mike Evans for backing up his quarterback. Oh yeah. And backing up
0: you his know team, his
1: team and his coach because Agree. They were talking a lot of smack. Well, that's the, to each other. But I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Like, it's it's a rivalry. That that is a it is a rivalry. And do I think Mike Evans should have been suspended? No, because he's protecting his quarterback. I mean, you always protect your quarterback. That's what you do as a team. You know but he went to the extent because he knew it was Lattimore, and he's like, oh 100. Oh, if it was Lattimore somebody else, stick. I don't think he would have done it. No, but because it was Lattimore, and it's a second offense. I think the NFL shouldn't have, you know, I've had this conversation. The NFL should not be suspending players. Okay, I get, yeah, it's a second offense. Yeah, he pushed him, you know what I mean? It was a little bit more than a push, but yeah. Okay, yeah, he leveled him, let's <laughs> put it that way. But if you're going to do that, man, fine players. Don't suspend them, you know what I mean? Throw a fine at them before you suspend them. I, I third can agree. Time, Suspend, okay, third or fourth time, Just yeah, three strikes him. is out. Yeah, but fine them, dude. You you have teams, like, these are big players in these teams. You can't just, okay, you're suspended for a game. Like, every little thing. Well, look at Al- Alvin
0: Kamara doing, he assaulted a, what it was it, uh, just a civilian? Yes. And yeah. he's not suspended yet. Right. They were working on it or something, but he's not yet. And then right. there you got Mike Evans hitting Lattimore because Lattimore is talking trash or getting in, you know, the QB's face. I think you're right about that.
1: And it's crazy because there was another person too, and I I don't remember who it was, but there was an offense where he did something, one of the other players did something outside of football and like threw a vacuum in a domestic case, (laughs) like threw a vacuum. It wasn't at anybody. It just threw it at like a wall and got suspended for a game. You can't put those on the same scale. You can't. You know what I mean? One has to be a fine. There has to be a line where you find somebody and then you suspend somebody. Right. And I don't think Mike Evans hit that line. Mike Evans was before the line. Yeah. And ain't throwing a vacuum worthy of a suspension. <laughs> but still. <laughs> hey and that vacuum was a very
0: key player to me. Yeah, clear. I mean, who knows? Was it a Dyson vacuum? Was it an expensive vacuum? <laughs> is that why
1: they suspended?
0: It? Or what? But hey, what you got wrong with the Dyson
1: <laughs> It was a damn Roomba. That's what it was. That's what it was a Roomba. <laughs> but if we have the it's our little stats I hear, Tom Brady, 18 to 34. Uh, 190 yards, 5.6 average, one touchdown, one sack. Not a huge game for Brady. No. It wasn't. I mean, Leonard Fournette, 24 carries, 65 yards. You know, Mike Evans, (laughs) three receptions, 61 yards. There was really no big key players in that game. It was just Tampa Bay stopped the Saints. Yep. And Tampa Bay moved the ball down the field, and they scored when they could. Yep, That's all it was. Um, On to the next, before we start throwing vacuums. Uh, <laughs> NFC West, 49ers, 1-1. What do you think? Well, well to you. it sucks think?
0: for Lance, but hey. Yeah, that smart, was terrible. Smart move for uh, the 49ers to keep Jimmy G, because now look at Oh, I got my spot back.
1: There it is. And he didn't do too bad when he came in. No. I mean, 13-21, 154 yards. 7.3 average and one touchdown with one sack. Right. Goes to show that Jimmy G, I think, is meant to be there. Yeah. I understand why 49ers wanted to go with the younger the younger quarterback. You know what I mean? They thought of him There's as a, a stuck, franchise man. quarterback. They, they really did. But. Smart move. It was a smart move to keep Jimmy G. They're lucky Jimmy G decided to stay. Yeah. Um, because. And he took a pay cut. He did. He took a big pay cut. <laughs>
0: He's like, all right, I'll be back up. And guess what? Now look at him. Back is starting. Now I'm starting.
1: Arizona, one one. Arizona one and one what against the Raiders.
0: Nuts, nuts game. That felt like it was a Super Bowl game right there. It did.
1: <laughs> that, yes. that was an exciting game. Yeah. Uh, some stats. Kyler Murray, 31 of 49, 277 yards, 5.7 average, one touchdown, one interception, one sack. That's how it should be. Yeah. You know what I mean? They. The line held up for him to make plays and for them to come back, get stop. Their defense made stops for them to come back and get that win. And Kyler was, Murray ran. He did. Uh, Kyler Murray had five carries for 28 yards and a touchdown. And um, Daryl Williams had eight carries, 59 yards, and one touchdown. So can't complain. You know what I mean? They're making, they're making plays. Okay. They're stopping. Arizona's defense has been known to stop, and they're stopping. Uh, the Rams, one-on-one. We already talked about them a little bit. They had a close game with the Falcons, 31-27. We already talked about it. But Matthew Stafford, 27-36, to 272 yards, 7.6 average, three touchdowns, two interceptions, and one sack. Yeah. Again, interceptions, key factors. I mean, that's a big thing. Yeah, they came out with a W, but as a quarterback, you don't want to throw any of that. 27-36, to 36, though. Completion rate was up there. Yeah. But, completion <laughs> rate doesn't count for the other team. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Start throwing vacuums. Exactly. <laughs> Seattle, 1-1. One one. Seattle, Seattle, Seattle. They played the 49ers. Big loss for them. Geno Smith, not too good. Geno Smith, 24-30. of 30, 197 yards. 6.5. Six average, one interception, two sacks. Rough day
0: for Geno Smith. But, like you said before, you're going to get a couple sacks here. There are maybe one. Yeah. You know, you're you're great if you don't get any. And what? You said one interception? Yeah, one interception. For Geno
1: Smith. Again, not the offensive side of the ball. No. Seems like it's the defensive side of the ball not making these stops. Because that's where you win games. Defense is where you win games. I don't care what anyone says. But even as a kid, you learn defense... Wins games. Defense wins games. Yeah, that's what it's what happens. Um, so that concludes phase one. We're gonna take a short break, and we'll come back and we'll talk about the takeaways from week two. All right.
0: Welcome back everybody. We're here at Phase 2, the NFL Week 2 takeaways. Now we got a couple here and I'm pretty excited to talk about it. I know we brushed up on a little bit in, in Phase 1, but we'll start it off with Tua in Miami with the comeback win. How do you feel about that?
1: I uh oh, oh, Tua. We said it in the beginning, Week 1, we said it, you know, with the preseason uh you know, the preseason takeaways and stuff like that in week one. And, and I'll tell you what, man, Tua is a force to be reckoned with. I agree. Tua, is, Tua and Miami are a force to be reckoned with. It's not even just Tua, it's Miami because Miami's offense. You know, Tarvey Hill, Jalen Waddell. You know, there's some statistics later on when we get in there. We're, we're going to talk about that in a few minutes. Uh, but force to be reckoned with, 100%. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I agree. I have nothing else to say besides that. All right. On to the next set. Now, the God.
1: The GOAT. Second GOAT.
0: Yeah. Josh Allen and the Bells. Wow. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Again,
1: we were there. Yeah. We watched it in person. 41-7 to win over Tennessee. Yeah. Diggs, absolute staple of a game. Showing why he is the number one receiver right now. You know, um... We got some statistics on him later too. There's not much I can say, but wow! Like yeah. again, nuts. The electricity in that place just feeds the Bills as a home opener game over a team that really could have put a hurting on the Bills if they yeah, could run the ball. They're a playoff it team, man. They are. They're they're a tough team. They're a strong team. You know, King Henry back there. The biggest takeaway for them, for the Bills, was, hey, let's stop Derrick Henry. We stop Derrick Henry, we get this win. Exactly. They stop Derrick Henry, and they got the win. That's it. Now, how about the Jets' comeback win? <sighs> I know, I, uh, here's what I have to say about that, okay? <laughs> I think the Jets are a strong team. <laughs> they're, a, they're a young team. Jets are a young team. Oh, of course. Who are... With an old quarterback. With an old quarterback. But no but disrespect
0: to... on Joe Flacco either. I'm just no. saying, old oh, because footsie?
1: he's been... no, no. But his footwork is crazy. He's We're been gonna in. call him footsy. Footsy. Footsy so, Flacco. Footsie Flacco. That's right. Dancing around those Roombas. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> I think he is a good quarterback with a young team, which gives him the opportunity to excel very well with this yeah. team. But. I feel like the jet. It's gonna be in the Jets' head now, like it was for um, who we talked about against the Commanders. I think it's gonna be the same thing. I think they need to make a statement if they want to continue to win games. Keep their heads level. They need to keep their heads level, and I think they're gonna be in their heads a little. But good win for them. I will say that that was a good win. Yeah. I mean, Gary V, potential owner. He's thinking about trying to buy oh, some. Oh really? Energy. Yeah. Wow. He's He's been a Jets fan since he was a kid. Oh, I know that. Through the struggles, through everything. He loves that kind of stuff, though. He he really does. And and it was good to see him excited, and it was good to see the Jets fans excited. Any underdog. Anything for an underdog, Gary Vee is there. Oh, always. Gary Vee is... His mind is
0: awesome. I love it. I love it. So, now we go on to the Cardinals and their comeback win.
1: Dude. Lots of lots of Comebacks. This is a great weekend. Kyler Murray made a statement saying, hey, listen, you may have crushed me in the first two quarters, in the third quarter, but here I come. I'm going to march my team down the field. Dancing I'm going to put the ball you. in the end zone. I'm going to run all over you guys. Yep. And that's exactly what he did.
0: And then the defense picked up in overtime. They made a force of a fumble, and then they did a... What was that? A
1: scoop and score? Yeah. That's yeah. Scoop and score. Scoop and score. It's, it was beautiful. It was a good game. What a weekend, like you were saying. That's awesome.
0: So now we're going to talk about the week two standout stats, and we're going to start with the quarterbacks. I know we brushed on that with the phase one. Um, Like I said, you know, it's kind of our kryptonite because we get so excited into phase one. Mm-hmm. and Just about, you know, the whole of this podcast. We talk about, oh, well, we're not going to... Spend so much time on this phase one and blah blah blah, but we get so excited. We have to splur out some of those uh, statistics. <laughs> statistics, especially <laughs> after awesome,
1: such an amazing weekend of football. Yeah, Another, you know, week one was great. Week two, even better. I and hope it's to only see that. Gonna get even better.
0: I, I mean, hope this, to see that this week.
1: We said it before and. You know our first podcast this season to me, and I don't know about you, e, but to me, will be one of the best NFL seasons we've seen in the last five years. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, certain teams making it, certain teams not making it. I know it's the beginning of the season, but there's still so much to come. A lot. So
0: we're gonna start out with Josh Allen, 26 for 38. That's a 317 yards, 8.3 average, four whopping
1: touchdowns. I mean, yeah, we touched on it earlier a little bit. Touched on the Titans game. You know, we were there. Like we said, amazing. Amazing game. Amazing to see him in back in his element at home oh, yeah. with his home fans. And, and what a game. MVP candidate right there. Oh, I
0: agree. I agree. We'll go to Matthew Stafford. 27-36. 272 yards. 7.6 average.
1: Three touchdowns. Yeah. Still I mean, good. Completion rate's good yards amazing i mean that's a good game. it's a good day for him yep. 7.6 average moving the ball that's a lot of first down conversions yeah and, and you know the three touchdowns is just a staple that's a great it's a good day for them yep it's a good day Footy joe flacco
0: 26 for 44 it's kind of an iffy record right there for their you know completion, completion rate, rate yeah. yeah but he got 307 yards you know don't sleep on that
1: with 7.0 average four touchdowns Marching them down the field, seven average again. that's a what a good average. You're moving the ball, you know. Completion rate, like we said, little low, but 307 yards. I Man, that, that's a good day for footsie. Yep. I mean, it really is. Patty,
0: Mahomes, 24 for 35, 235 yards, 6.7 average, two touchdowns. Remember us talking about there wasn't. As much of Pat Mahomes as we saw in Week One,
1: there wasn't. I mean, he struggled, but but but, I mean, look at him marching him march again another statement marching him down the field, good completion rate. He's completing the ball. He's doing what he has to do as a quarterback. Um, I think you know the defense is the biggest thing, and that's why the game was so close with the Chargers, Is their defense just wasn't doing too good that day. But uh, be excited to see what happens in Week Week Three. Yeah, we got Justin Herbert. That's 33 for 48, 334
0: yards, 7.0 average, three touchdowns.
1: Again, Justin Herbert just played Patrick Mahomes. That's that's what that game was. 33 to 48, completion rate, that's a good completion rate, I think. Yeah. I mean, just goes to show that yeah, they can run the ball, yeah, but Justin Herbert has an arm. Can throw the ball. I mean, he for 334 yards. Don't sleep on him, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Moving the ball 7 at 7.0 average, three touchdowns, man. But again, You know the game was too close I think for Patrick Mahomes I think that game was way too close yeah you know what I mean I think but you know you got to be respectful on the other side with the Chargers are a playoff contender. contender yeah they really are they either playoff or wild card I don't think they're gonna be out of it this year right I don't think they will be Tua we got Tua from the Dolphins man
0: 36 for 50 I know it's kind of a little bit of a stretch but four hundred and sixty-nine yards, nine point four <laughs> average, a whopping six
1: touchdowns. Yeah, whoa! I mean, come Every, back City. Everybody come back City. doubted Everyone, him, man. Everybody doubted him, and I think whoa. we said it in the beginning. You know, we had the same mindset. Tua's gonna be a force to reckon with this year. Yep. He's putting in the work, and his numbers are showing
0: it. I absolutely agree, man. You know what I mean? Cool. His
1: numbers and look at his average. Yeah, he's averaging a first down. Every time he has the ball, almost. Yeah. That's impressive as a quarterback. Yeah. You don't see that a lot.
0: And we're going to talk about his uh, his number one threat.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We're going to move to the wide receivers, and number one right here is Tyreek Hill. 11 receptions, 190 yards, 17.3 average, and two of t- those touchdowns were, you know, two of those six touchdowns. Two touchdowns.
1: Uh, Tyreek Hill. What stands out to me is the average ath- like. When you catch the ball, the biggest thing for me is when you catch the ball, how many yards you get in? Yeah. Because that's what puts the team in a good spot, you know what I mean? Especially as a receiver. I mean, I was a receiver in high school. I understand catch, yards after catch is a big thing in football. It really is. And Tariq's averaging 17.3 in that game. Yeah. Hard to stop somebody that's averaging that many yards after a catch. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, his speed has it. And yeah, he's shifty. But... These defenses got to step it up if they're going to stop these guys. Right. They're a force to be reckoned with. Now we've got Jamar Chase from
0: the Bengals. Um, five receptions, 54 yards, 10.8 average. He zero touchdowns, but look at 10.8 is a first down every time.
1: Yeah, that's, I mean, five receptions, dude. 54 yards, not a huge number. But only you know f- five mean? receptions. That's, that's pretty good. That's I, I'll take that any day. If I'm moving the chains and especially, I'm moving the ball. Yeah, especially if the Bengals, you know, they lost. But they're still moving the ball. Right. They're moving the ball. They just can't. They can't capitalize when they're moving the ball. That's what they're struggling with: is capitalizing on moving that ball. Yep. But 54 yards is just that's that's awesome. Um, 10.8 average. That's huge. That's yeah. a first down every time, like you said. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. So we got Sammy Watkins three receptions, 93
0: yards, 31 average, zero touchdowns. Every freaking time he got the ball, with only three times. Bombs, bombs. Bombed. Rodgers is behind being the general. And I'll know, tell
1: you what Slinging him. I'll tell you what, the biggest thing about Sammy Watkins, and he's been quiet the last few years. Oh yeah, yes. But he is he's one of those receivers that is a threat. Yeah. Like he really is because he one, he's quick off the ball, and two, he can create space. Yeah. And that's why he averaged thirty one yards. Now we got we got uh, you know, we got Steph Diggs. Steph
0: Diggs. Twelve receptions, hundred and forty eight yards. 12.3 average, three touchdowns, man is on a run. Man's on a run right now.
1: I agree with you. I mean, that's why he is who he is, and he's the number one receiver right now in the league. Mm-hmm. I mean, his completion rate, catching passes is good. You know what I mean? He catches everything that's thrown to him. But separation it's crazy. You got to look at the separation he creates with the defenders. Oh, he's quick. He's shifty. Again, he makes space. Yep. But again, the biggest thing for me... He's averaging over a first down every time yep yeah. you know what I mean that's those are big numbers that's I mean that's much. putting you got to think 12 receptions 12.3 average that you're basically catching about I don't know you're, you're catching your passes yes but you're average like, you're running 20 yards if that 15 yep. yards to, to get that average yep his yards have to carry is massive that's right and we got Jalen Waddle. Eleven receptions, one hundred and seventy-one yards, fifteen point five for an average, two touchdowns. So then you, I mean, you look back up at Tyreek. That's two touchdowns by Reek, two touchdowns by Waddle. Those are your four touchdowns right there. Yeah, that's great. Um, Eleven receptions, but again, they had the comeback when they needed it. They needed it, and they made it. And, and Tua was a big part of that, finding these receivers. Fifteen point five average, which means you're you're catching. Probably 25, 30 yards running after you catch the ball. Yep. I'll take that all day. 100%. And that's why I think the Miami Dolphins are going to be a force to reckon with, dude, because their yards after catch are so high. Yeah. So they're moving the ball well. I give props to Tua and I give props to the receivers. Alrighty
0: We're going to run to the uh, running backs. David Montgomery. Oh, that's 15 carries, 122 yards, 8.1 average, zero touchdowns. He's moving them.
1: No touchdowns, but, again, look at the average, man. That's almost a first down every carry. 15 carries, 122 yards. What a beautiful thing. Yeah, he's
0: reliable. He is. We got Christian McCaffrey now. 15 carries, 102 yards, 6.8 average, no touchdowns.
1: Yeah, they lost, but, again, 102 yards, 15 carries. Reliable. Reliable. Moving the ball, putting them in scoring position. But they're not capitalizing on putting the ball in the end zone. You know yeah. what I mean? So that's that's one thing they really have to work on is, yeah, they're getting the yards with McCaffrey, but now they have to put the ball in the end zone and make these games closer. That's the one goal right there is points, man. Now we've got a quarterback
0: that ran a whole whopping for nine carries, 119 yards, 13.2 average. Um, he is like the Michael Vick I've always talked about. Um, is he as great? No But is he putting similar Characteristics? Definitely That'll be your man,
1: Lamar Jackson Yeah, he's, I mean Man's a force to be reckoned with Again, we talked about it briefly when we mentioned the records He's looking for that contract And he's proving Hey listen, this is why I'm here This is why I want that contract extension Exactly You know what I mean? So he, he's going to be A quarterback to really, really watch Yep all righty, everybody.
0: So that was phase two. Now, after this short break, we're going to move right on to phase three, the predictions that T and I have for week three.
1: Welcome back. So now we're going to start phase three, like Ethan said. Uh, our predictions for week three. These aren't going to be long. We're just going to be quick with them. Um, so here we go. Texans versus Bears. The Bears. I'm going to pick the Bears also. Texans are struggling. Yeah. Um, but Bears, Bears for sure. Raiders versus Titans. I'm going Raiders. I'm going Raiders as well. I want to say Derrick Henry is still hurt. Which is going to be a huge factor for that game, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm going to pick the Raiders along with you. Chiefs versus Colts. I'm going Chiefs. I'm going Chiefs. Also, Patrick Mahomes is on a tear. Jonathan Taylor, if he wants to make a staple, has to get going versus the Chiefs. That's right. Bills versus Dolphins. Another game that is going to be close. I don't. I I don't
0: like saying that it's going to be close because I am a diehard Bills fan. It's going to be an awesome
1: game though. Oh, this. Listen, this this might be. Almost like a Super Bowl game. This is going to be a back-and-forth <laughs> game. I agree. I mean, obviously, it's not going to be possible because they're in the
0: same division, same what conference. Right. But the you play get the and fight. the pace of the game yeah. is going to
1: be like a Super Bowl game. But I'm going to go Bills. Yeah. Let's go Bills. That's right. Lions versus the Vikings. I'm going to go Vikings. Justin uh, Jefferson. Yeah. Kirk Cousins. I think that's going to be a big game. I think they're going to make a staple after last week. I agree. And I think Vikings all the way. Ravens versus the Patriots. Ravens. I'm going to go the Patriots because right. Mac Jones is going to be, you know, after last week, they're one-and-one big game. Yep. Um, let's see. Bengals versus the Jets. Let's go Jets.
0: Let's go. You I I want the Jets I'm too. I'm hitting on I'm hitting with the Jets right now. And I'm saying this because the Bengals, yes, they need to pull through and they have amazing
1: players on the team. Mm
0: -hmm. But the Jets have been playing tough.
1: They are. Their defense right now is looking phenomenal, which is crazy to say. Yeah. But the Jets' defense looks good. Joey Burrow is struggling. I think the Jets can get in his head and they can pull off that win. Eagles versus Commanders. Come on now. The Birds. I'm going Eagles. I'm going Eagles, dude. You know, Jalen Hurts, he's putting that team on his back and they're running away with it. Putting a hurt. Saints versus Panthers. I'm gonna say Saints this week, unless unless Baker Mayfield figures out what's going on, I'm I'm saying I'm, I'm going
0: with you on it. I don't like the matchup because it's so close, but I'm gonna go with the Saints.
1: Yeah, it's 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 just too. It's Baker Mayfield needs to step it up. They want to put a put a hurting on that team. Yep. Um, we're gonna go Jaguars Chargers. Chargers. I'm gonna say Chargers too. I think Herbert. Right now is on a tear. Also, yeah. Look how they played against Kansas. I know, and if he plays like that all season, great. Wild card team. Yep. Possible playoff team. Cardinals versus the Rams. Cardinals. I'm gonna go Cardinals. Also, I think Cardinals are gonna give them a run for their money, especially after a comeback win. They're on a high pedestal right now. Yeah. I just don't think the Rams are gonna be able to knock them off that pedestal. Right. Falcons versus Seahawks.
0: Oh, this is so tough again because. They're they're low-end teams, but I don't like saying that because there's so much potential for both, mm-hmm. and that's a tough game to go on. I, I like to think the Falcons will win, but at the same token,
1: I'm going to go with the Seahawks. I am too. I want Geno Smith to do some work against... Oh, this is where Geno Smith can say, listen, I'm here... This could be a statement game for Geno Smith yep. against the Falcons, you know what I mean? Yep. It's it's bird against a bird, yeah. but I mean, you're you're facing an older quarterback and now you're facing a younger quarterback. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Yep. Packers versus the Bucks. Tom Brady going for that third win. I'm going Bucks. I agree. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to be able to do enough against Tampa Bay. That's another Titan versus a Titan. It is. That's, that's going to be another good game today. Yep. Uh, 49ers versus the Broncos. I'm going Broncos really? as much as I love Jimmy G. I'm going to go with you on that. I think Ronald Russell Broncos. Wilson is ready to just play. Yeah, You know what I mean? He got the first first loss out the way. Yeah, Now he's here to play. That's right. Uh, Steelers versus Browns. Steelers, nation. Come on now. Yeah, I'd have to go Steelers. Trubisky's nice. You know what I mean? But it uh, should be interesting to uh, see what happens there too. Cowboys versus the Giants.
0: That's a nice matchup at the, you know, that's a late night game. Mm-hmm. I think uh oh, I don't like to say it cuz I do enjoy watching the Cowboys, man. I do. Mm-hmm. I love watching them and I know a lot of people are like, "Oh my god, gross, you know." They're, right. Hey, I mean, listen.
1: America's team. <laughs> I don't you know care. I, mean? I don't care what you say. The Cowboys that's America's team. I'm going Cowboys. I I'm think Cooper Cowboys. Rush is going to put the Cowboys on their back. Although they have to stop Barkley. They but have and, to.
0: And this is why I'm having such a tough time. Because the Giants mm-hmm. are two and oh. Yeah. And Yep. It's crazy to think, you know, wow, what if the Giants made that that run that just like they had a they could. dominant right They record. could
1: make that run. But I think Cooper Rush is gonna get in that mix a little bit yeah. and he's gonna put a he's gonna put a yeah. speed bump there, yeah. I think. I think the Cowboys. I'm so, going with the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys for sure. Um, so, that's our predictions yep. for week three. Uh, I'm excited to see what happens. Um, I'm stoked, just like last week. I, like, like we said earlier,
0: I think it's just going to get better and better and better. And I'm going to tell you right now, we can't thank you guys enough for stopping by to listen to our podcast. I mean, Taylor, like I said before, and I know you've said it countless times, I had an awesome time talking about this
1: always man this is this is what we live for this is i mean we love football this is our favorite time of year fall time football all this stuff man it's yeah. great and uh it's it's so fun to be able to sit here and talk to all of you guys and share with you guys the stats and what we think is going to
0: happen you know next week or whatever um and, and don't get it twisted this is a sports podcast so after this you know NFL season yeah we go into on to the
1: next going to NFL. I mean, after NFL, we go into basketball, after basketball, or hockey, With anything really. And yeah, we I mean, it's not just strictly football. So don't think that that's what it is. Yeah, it's all sports. We're here to have a good time.
0: So I mean, I really wish and hope that you guys come back, you know, listening up for our recap of week 3 of the NFL, and that will be next week here on Upstate Sports Fanatics.